0: Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
1: So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media?
3: Welcome to Critical Hit a Major Spoilers Podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and checking us out this week. I hate corporate meetings, Kevin. And I <laughs> and that's one thing that I can tell you that I hate. And the next thing that I hate is when somehow you go into a corporate meeting and you come out with a task that you really don't want to do.
0: They call them action items. <laughs> they do. They so what's
3: do. the action what's the action item this week?
0: Uh, I'm Critical Hit. Well,
4: you know, at least action item has action in it, right? Yeah, right. There's, I'm ready for some, some action. Let's roll on some initiative. Get some, get some adventure items. Um, so, yeah, last time. Oh, I'm going to go
0: ahead. I already went. <laughs>
4: you guys uh, had gone to the corporate headquarters of Doctor and Scramble, where you spoke with <laughs> the... <laughs> <laughs> sorry.
0: It It, shocks me every time I forgot to mute. (laughs) Sorry,
4: (laughs) no problem. Um, The the uh, your your corporate overlords, uh, that is to say, sponsors, uh, as uh, they are the owners of the Space Suds brand, amongst many others, and uh, so they're they have a bit of an issue that you guys were going to help them with, uh, which is that uh, they have a rogue creative. Uh, on the loose within uh the their uh corporate research cube, um their R and D Cube. And uh so it, if you guys would help them uh with that, uh your understanding from the meeting after the meeting, uh then they would be willing to entertain your proposal of uh mm-hmm. them, you know, backing you to get into the wildcard to, to basically start a a um grassroots uh, that is yeah. AstroTurf campaign for uh, uh, you guys to get a wildcard spot uh, to get back into drifters. That's not convoluted at all, right? Yeah.
0: Everybody can follow no, that. It, yeah, sure. Essentially, what we're going to do is we're going to verify our key performance indicators and eliminate any outliers so that at the point that they do reapportion any uh, excess resources vis-a-vis ongoing projects, that we can be moved from a parking lot into a plus delta where we would then be, you know, measured for our positives. And of course, there are no negatives. So yeah, that would be a thing. Yeah, that's what that's, happens when you make me speak corporate, speak Kevin.
5: That's I was gonna that, say I did this. I'm sorry. That's that's funny because I thought we were going to D our way to success, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I have something you want, nice. go do something for me. <laughs> All right, let's do it.
0: Ah, we're see, did is D&D nothing D&R but a R&D.
5: capitalistic ploy to subdue the masses. Sorry, please don't don't add us.
3: Thank I, you, I'm sorry, Mr. That, Shapiro. I know. I'm sorry. Bob is still on his radicalization. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, for sure.
5: He's wearing
4: the. Uh, he's wearing the the.
3: Yeah, a, shake a, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a we got a tranquilizer because we're not supposed to kill this creative, right?
4: That's right. You have and a we, giant like thing to stick it with.
3: And we can't let it touch us because then we get uh, all hopped up on its goofballs.
1: Well, I think it'll right. rewrite our DNA.
3: Oh, right, right. Do we have DNA?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah? Uh, androids sure. are organic.
4: Well, but he was asking about Amu. But Amu certainly has DNA. No, oh, yeah. And androids are semi-organic. They're like yeah. highly, highly cybernetic, but there are there are DNA parts to you.
0: Yeah, there's like there's some sort of you know slorg in the middle of a uh, you know, question. If if you bust open Quentin like a happy fun ball, you'll Just find a nougat, nougat center. Yeah, oh,
5: I assumed that was cork.
4: <laughs> I, think, I was thinking more like Gallagher with a watermelon.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm thinking it's actually chocolate covered pretzels.
1: Mm, delicious. It's,
3: yeah, right there in the middle. Do we have a plan for this? Yeah, have you know that's happen? an interesting
4: question. Um, so I'll I'll go ahead and set the scene for you guys. You are being led by uh Zox the um person who basically uh after having to buy uh stimulant shots for the rest of the meeting for being late uh he's the assistant director of security incident management and Zox is the person who then explained everything to you um as it seems like he's the only one who was actually dealing with this and uh after he kind of hopped around uh leading you guys to the R&D cube um He's mentioned that, you know, the area is sealed, uh, but it's only a matter of time before it thinks up something that could penetrate our shielding. So,
1: you Uh, know, do you have, like, cameras in there to to monitor the situation?
4: It's taking control of the cameras. Many of them were knocked out.
0: Would those cameras be accessible via translate Wi-Fi into future?
4: Oh, like a local infosphere connection? Uh, well, you could try when you're inside. We keep a... There's there's no in and out from within the cube, because otherwise it might be able to scramble our systems.
1: Uh, all right. So we come... How do we let you know when we're yeah. done? Just- uh, come back
4: to this uh, thing. We do have limited visibility into this room.
1: Okay. Mm. All right, well, good luck. Thank you. Uh, Who's got
5: the who's got the syringe?
1: I think you gave it to Amu Amu. because he was like the only person who was proficient in syringe.
5: In injection weapons, (laughs) they
4: call them. Uh yeah, this has obedience serum, but it is not like a small handheld syringe. It is like one of those, you know, giant ones they stab into your back. Like like an epidural? Yes, epidural. Uh, There is like a little, whenever you want, there's like a little antechamber that they have, um, which is, you know, like a docking rectangle that they connect to the giant R&D cube. And then they'll uh, leave that connected and they'll be able to see through like their little force field into that small section of the cube that they're letting you in.
5: Anybody, anybody need to make any preparations? Rushrooms over there.
3: I pull out my plasma rifle. Give it a cock. I'm ready.
5: Okay, I
1: will will do the same thing.
5: Um,
1: actually, I'll switch it out to my cryopike.
5: Is there any other access point into the cube? Are there vents? No. Okay, there are force fields surrounding the entire cube. Okay, it should
4: have plenty of oxygen and water and food, depending on how long you're in there.
5: Could you briefly? Allows access to a vent? No. By that, if, 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 it's,
4: there literally nothing we can do to, to give you that access. We don't connect vents to the cube.
3: Okay. Yeah, so we'd have to do it once we get inside.
5: All right.
4: Oh, well, there's all sorts of things inside, but not that connect to outside. There's should be, there's power sources inside, there's ventilation, scientific equipment computers. Yep. Also, if just, I'm not mistaken,
3: uh, you said there were other people in there as well?
4: Oh, uh, yeah. Several of our, our staff are in there as well. They yep. might have already been I was, uh, contaminated.
5: Uh, yeah. I, I was just trying to see if we could give our uh, if we could give access to our strikers from a different side, but I guess we're all going through the front door. Mm-hmm. The cube, by the
4: way, is huge.
5: It's like suspended.
2: Hmm.
4: Um. So you know, this is all part of this massive, gleaming white, uh, enormous corporate headquarters that um is also devouring this uh planet that you're on. Um, because they have lots of these little uh machines that go and eat up the tropical environment and um convert it into resources for Doctor and Scramble, um, for their their production lines uh but uh this cube itself is uh, you know maybe a half a kilometer wide wow um and it's a cube so same height and length so it's
5: like that distance but cubed <laughs> <laughs> okay well uh Hecubino's going to motion for Vangie to come up front with him. She'll nod. And then uh, start heading in. Actually, it's probably, now that
4: I think about half a kilometer is only like 500, like, it's only roughly five football fields. So it's probably more like a kilometer.
0: Okay. That's almost twice as much.
5: Yeah. And then cube that. All
4: right. Cube. Uh so you guys are lined up. Oh, remind me what's the uh the marching order. You could easily fit two abreast here, no problem. Probably three.
1: Uh, certainly Bengi and I think it was Bengi and Hekibino in the front.
5: Yeah, and then um probably probably let's keep uh Critic and the back since they're the only ones that have like a reasonable stealth score. Yes. Critic well, and who? Bob. Oh. Yeah, that's cool. Uh,
4: which leaves Amu and Quentin in the middle.
0: Apparently so. Can I shoot over their shoulders if, if they're like... Oh,
4: yeah, a... for sure. Okay, good. will not do that. Worst case scenario, you hit their shoulder. It's fine.
0: That's fine. They won't even notice. Uh,
4: yeah, so... All right. You uh, are in the little loading rectangle. It connects. The force field goes down momentarily, and um, uh, there's actually like a little uh force field at the back of the rectangle that will it seems to be scooting you guys in. Vangie so, yes. will
1: like kind of tap her head like and look at Hakubino in a you know uh telepathic control connect.
5: I'll put a hand on Vangi uh, and yeah activate my ability to talk to people in my brains.
1: Nod. Be like, so uh I'm not gonna enslave this thing to, to work for those guys. Hmm but, but I'm still all in on this race. I just figure we can maybe work something out with it if it's intelligent. I mean, Yeah, I,
5: I was planning to try to talk to it first.
1: Great. Because maybe we can, you know, let it, like, make it pretend, have it be persuaded to pretend that it's all submissive now. And then once we kind of get what we want, it can stage another escape because this is like apparently the second time that it's done this already. So it's not mm-hmm. like they'll necessarily blame us.
5: Uh, then uh, we gotta tell this to Amu, because he's the one that's got the uh, enslaving juice.
1: Yeah, we'll probably have time, because, considering that they uh, said they don't have cameras everywhere.
4: Uh, So, all of that communication takes place in a mere instant, due to the magic of mind link, which does actually say that you can convey about 10 minutes worth of information with a mere touch. Wow. Well, There you go. Um, And, uh, then you guys are scooted along uh, by the force field. Um, at this point, involuntarily, it will just automatically succeed at its bull rush, being a force field, at pushing you into the room. And by the way, it's not
5: enslaving juice. It's obedience serum. <laughs> oh, I was, I was sorry. I, 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 forgot <laughs> potato. I forgot that this was a name brand joint. I was thinking <laughs> of the generic <laughs> brand. TM. So you guys are pushed in. And for a moment, like the,
4: the very near of this little entranceway uh looks similar to how it was before. These gleaming white walls, um, featureless, except just ahead of you, down the hall, you see that uh there starts to be tons of overgrowth uh coming from uh, that the this little hallway just goes uh you know, maybe a dozen meters down, and then empties out into some larger chamber, and there are vines and like flowers and all sorts of things growing into this hallway slightly. Mm-hmm. And rather than the, you know, kind of crisp uh, although warm, um, temperature that the jabubnins keep their corporate headquarters at, you know, with with regular circulating air, uh, now you're getting the kind of a uh, little bit more of a swamp-like musk coming off the, the air inside here.
5: Hey, Amu, do we have to worry about any of these plants? Do I need to roll? Oh, you can barely see. Like,
4: the ones you can see from right here? No. But in general, yes, there are many dangerous plants.
6: Uh, I don't. We don't see anything that's dangerous right now, but there are lots of dangerous plants out there. So okay. Good enough. Well, I'll move forward.
4: So you guys start heading in and um you quickly, you know, exit this hallway and realize that most of the interior of the cube is open air. Um there are uh or at least as open as far as you can see because inside it is a jungle. Uh there are tall growing trees, there's vines uh crisscrossing all around you and I mean thick vines like Thicker than Quentin around. Um, and uh, there's like uh, floating uh, mushrooms that just kind of poof and move around like uh, jellyfish through the air, but emitting some spores. There's uh, giant um, Venus flytraps that are like magenta and seem to be smiling at you. Um, there's towers of like uh, some sort of fungal thing with it's like a mushroom except there's a cap every like 10 or so meters um and it just keeps growing uh the the color spectrum here ranges from uh you know a bright bright green uh through these you know deep blues um there's some oranges and yellows on flowers or little flying things um, and then there's a lot of purples and it goes into like even ultraviolet and even the X-ray spectrum. If you can see that deep, like if you have dark vision or something, um, so, uh, yeah, you can hear that there's, there's some sorts of avian creatures flying around. There's definitely water. There seems to be some sort of topsoil soil that layer that's formed here. Um, and there's like thick ferns. Uh, near the entrance. Um, Right where you guys are at the moment, there's a pretty thick canopy, so you're not sure how far up it goes, Um, but you do see that there's
5: some light coming from above. Well, this is already not what I was expecting, so... It's
1: it's beautiful.
3: Is there any kind of infosphere signal that uh, Quentin and I can pick up?
4: Um, So you definitely lose your connection uh, to the regular Infosphere, when you get in here. Um, and then there's some sort of encrypted network.
0: How encrypted?
4: Well, you can try to make a computer check to access it.
0: I shall decrypt it. Interest sphere. I rolled a 26. Yeah, well, I rolled a 1.
4: All right. So, um, uh, Bob, uh, you determine uh, pretty quickly uh, that this thing has a form of uh we will call it uh blue ice uh countermeasure that will attack uh your uh system and it attacks you in uh, it's a it's a computer virus um and it seems to be moving in a kind of evolutionary pattern um so like you you can a- achieve the infosphere connection no problem it then basically counterattacks you and through um uh, algorithmic genetic learning branching—it's going to find like all of your internal passwords and basically jam your signal and uh, denial of service you. Um, but you're so good at spotting it that you're one step ahead of it. So how do you stop that? Uh, uh,
3: I I, I fl- flip the off switch uh, on my internal infosphere connection. And I uh, put up a bunch of firewalls as I try to back out of that system as quickly as possible.
4: Uh, Quentin, <laughs> oh yeah, there's an Infosphere connection here. You don't see what the big deal is. Bam.
3: Quentin, uh, don't connect to the Infosphere.
0: I don't see me. Uh So for a little while, uh,
4: your, your internal Infosphere integration is down. Clinton. um mm-hmm. and um you feel like you've lost, I don't know, your phone and your hand and part of your psyche all at the same time so
0: so i'm I'm about twelve percent dumber
4: <laughs> yeah, you just can't like look up references on the fly. you can't you know search for
0: things and 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 oh, you're hurting my feelings. Don't scare me like that, Kevin. <laughs> These things don't really exist.
3: If we don't get it fixed, it may be permanent. Uh, I could talk like Ish for the rest of the game. <laughs> you mean like Scritic? No. Um, oh!
4: <laughs>
0: Did you hear what he said about Rob?
4: So, yeah. Uh, after a moment of shorting out, uh, then what do you do, Quentin? Devil
0: bunnies. I snort the nose, Lucifer. Tithe, tithe. root, Uh probably going to have to turn myself off and turn myself back on
4: uh so bob you note that uh quentin is kind of rebooting some parts of himself
0: Um, and
4: everybody else Mm -hmm. you his eyes uh in like his whole face display flickers um and you Mm -hmm. know some like a little satellite thing comes out of his sphere and rotates around and like he opens up the swiss army knife of uh, like telescoping little limbs he has and then retracts them for no reason.
3: Yeah, the, uh, there's I a virus. Yeah, there's a virus on the infosphere, internal infosphere, and it's it's nasty. And I I think he's trying to reboot.
0: One of his you know, knives comes out
3: and starts
6: rotating red, yellow, and blue. Can we do something to help out? Um. Yeah, why don't you give me a medicine check? 22? <laughs>
4: Yeah, you could always shoot him up with adrenaline. That would probably help. Oh, God. I mean, it probably would help his biological components, like, take, you know, it would cause those to kind of go okay. into overdrive temporarily and, um, you know, kind of help reboot his system. Overclock him. I'm, I'm being serious. You got a pretty good role. <laughs> I mean, Would there be side effects? Of course
6: there would be side effects, but. <laughs> how long do my boosters last? outside of combat
4: um i think
6: 10 minutes I, i'll double check it for you uh i've, I've got to pull up the effect lasts for a number of rounds equal to my key ability score modifier uh yeah.
4: uh so that's i would se- definitely say like that's for like a combat thing um right. you know for for out of combat i'm totally okay with them lasting say 10 minutes okay uh i just think that makes them a little bit more flexible and
6: yeah yeah uh we're gonna shoot quentin up with the uh the Speed enhancement one as part of that all uh, adrenaline boost. Yeah, I dig it. So what does that do? Plus 10 foot enhancement bonus to their speed. There you go,
4: Quentin. So as you uh, reboot, your infosphere connection is still down, but you're, you, have, you can cope with it a little bit better now. Um, and you've been shot full of adrenaline that helped you reboot.
0: Rebooting. IMTWKE4, Unit Labor Force 5. Five three. Why does the porridge bird lay his egg in the air? Accessing. Hello, you okay, I am buddy? <sharp inhale> Hello, I am a quantum. <sharp inhale> Hello, I am a quantum enhanced titanium shell n- n- neurological and heuristic system for education and instruction. But please call me. <sharp inhale> we'll bonk him. Oh, yeah. Hello. I am a quantum enhanced titanium shell neurological and heuristic system for education and instruction but please call me Quentin. Hey.
1: Hey Quentin, you, you remember where you are?
0: We are currently in the hypercube about to be murdered.
1: All right, oh, great, good. great, great. I was afraid we'd have to catch you up on a lot of stuff.
0: All right,
5: let's try, uh try not to
3: connect to don't connect to anything, Quentin. Agreed.
0: This is Worker speaking. Hello.
5: Anybody who is uh, confident on your ability to move around on scene, uh, go ahead and hide.
1: I
3: will slide quietly into the brush, kind of like Homer Simpson.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and and while we're not being actively uh, attacked, but also probably can't be seen or heard from base, uh, I, uh, Team Co-Captain, dictate we're we're gonna try to talk to this thing before we jab it
0: i'll stealth my way under a lizard or something understood hide under a mushroom just take the cap of a mushroom and put it on (laughs) (laughs) yes hover around with a mushroom hat
4: uh so uh, by the way uh critic why don't you give me a survival check actually anyone who wants to can give me a survival check anyone trained and uh, anyone who wants to can give me a life science check if you're trained.
6: Nah, only a 22.
0: Hi. I'm trained in life science.
1: Only a 22. Ooh.
0: I am not trained in life science, and I have to consider that. That, that should be Brian's fun. official critical hit quote. Dang, only a 22.
6: Also uh, only a 22. Of- <laughs> yeah, you
4: guys have excellent mods. So, um, However, 22 is good enough to learn... Quite a good deal. So uh, you come at this from different angles. Um, from uh, Skritic survival being like, oh, those spines are definitely dangerous and can be shot out at you. Um, and I don't like the color of those spores. Probably shouldn't breathe those in. Um, to Amu uh, recognizing the exact uh, species of that Venus flytrap monster um, or uh, the fact. That these particular types of flowers, uh, due to the unique dye capsules in their stamen, can actually shoot lasers out uh, from their blossoms. So, it, to, to go to uh, Hecubino's earlier question, are any of these things
6: dangerous? <laughs> yes.
1: So the answer is all of them.
6: All Amma of them are just dangerous. Start pointing out the various flora. Oh, boy. See, that's, that's a Venusian beast trap it may try to eat us those look like they're probably related to the uh the death orchids of uh, ursus prime uh the ones on ursus shoot lasers so probably steer clear of those uh give them a wide berth
4: there are many more um plants you know some of them are mobile um you know there are uh some type of uh basically think of it as like a hummingbird it was crossed with like a scorpion.
0: Mm.
1: So so basically try not to touch every anything? Well, I mean there's like
4: giant trees and vines that could probably support your weight and stuff like that. You're touching the ground right now.
0: Oh great. Now your shoes are infected. <laughs> Full of humming borpions. Didn't they tell you to check your shoes for humming borpions?
1: Uh, they have you they have you like check the mirrors on the way out to make sure you don't have any stoways,
0: <laughs> Yeah. I look at my
3: boot, I stepped on a butterfly. This can't be good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're
3: not time traveling. Not time traveling. I'm just saying its mate will probably scent uh <laughs> sense the scent of its death and come after us.
6: Oh no, those look like they're here just to propagate the uh Levaran uh orchids over there.
1: Why is all uh, of this here? Is this all native to the planet?
6: Uh, Um, you're fairly convinced that
4: this environment is not native to any one world.
6: That's from Vesk. That's from Akaton. That's from Recreachy. Oh, that's from Recreachy. Uh, it loses. Like
4: By the way, the Recreachy thing, um, it should only survive underwater, but this one seems to be genetically modified to not be, to be able to survive not underwater.
5: Ooh. Now, this is how this thing defends itself. Um, it's uh, some sort of genetic editor, so it put up a forest so that they wouldn't bother it. Uh, what's the name of the planet we're on? I can't remember off the top
4: of my head. Um, it's uh, Arshalon. Yes, that's right. Arshalon um, is a planet steadily being devoured by the Hexis industrial recycler units that are raising through the forest and wetlands for raw material used by Doctor and Scramble.
6: We don't see. Any plants native to Archelon here, except for maybe no. that one.
4: Yep, actually, that one is Archelon. That's that's a, a common form of Arshalon vine, known for its. Uh, it's called the Arshalon spider vine. It doesn't. It's not like intelligent or anything. It just makes weird webs.
5: Yeah, this is this is what it had ready. The way that you or I might like kick over a bunch of tables and boxes to make cover. This is what this thing's doing.
1: It's pretty Ooh. pretty impressive. Alright, well let's go beat down its cover and
5: Yeah. Try to talk to it at least.
1: Yep. yep. If you want to talk to it. Make creative, a new friend. We wanna make friends.
4: Uh so you guys just keep uh you try to find a path and head on yeah. through.
5: Yeah. We'll move towards the center okay. just because that seems about as good a uh direction as any. And uh, who is stealthing,
4: if
0: anyone? Bob is. I'm a try stealthing.
1: Bengi is definitely not.
4: Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you are, are you guys picking your way slowly or trying to go at normal speed? There are consequences for both decisions, but um, if you pick, if you uh, go at normal speed while stealthing, your stealth roll
5: takes a penalty. Um, yeah, but since, if, yeah,
0: What's the penalty? Since
5: we're not, since, since we are not trying to hide, we are not necessarily also trying to rush like we want to be seen. So uh Banyan, Hecubino, Hekubino and Amu can move relatively slowly if it facilitates for everybody else to hide.
6: What makes you think Amu's not hiding? Oh is Amu hiding? No.
1: <laughs>
2: I <laughs> thought maybe
1: you the X of minus one was uh was a pretty good indicator, but you know
2: you might think he's hiding. He's trying. Maybe. Uh,
1: I mean, maybe no, he Amu's, has.
5: A, maybe he has like a camouflage uh, injection.
6: There you go. Uh, Gives him a we we a need a guess. few more levels before I can access that. Okay. Um, no, Amu is way too excited about all the uh, cool new plants to even try hiding, as they'll be talking about every new plant they see.
1: So we're getting a Amu. botany tour from Amu. Got it.
6: Yep. And what what terrible things it could do to your insides or outsides or both. Even better. So I know what Amu and I think Hecubino and Vangi are doing.
2: What about uh, Bob Skritik, and Quentin? Yeah, I think I'm going to take it slow, just with all the everything here.
3: Yep, I'm going <laughs> to take it slow too. I'm You
2: got trying to
4: trade, stay near each other, or just take you know different routes, but
2: also being sneaky. I was going to say I'm going to specifically take a different route. You no, know,
3: yeah, split up I'm going to try around. to I'm going to try to stay within. 10 meters of the uh of the main group
6: sounds good is it so you can hear amu point out all the deadly things yes <laughs>
3: and and catalog them in my uh, exocortex.
4: uh Skritic, uh you said you're taking it pretty slow and finding yeah. a different route cool mm-hmm. uh quentin what about you
0: i'm a float casual
4: all right so we got the four uh guys grouped together in the middle and then uh, Bob and Skritic, why don't you guys give me stealth checks? I'm stealthing too.
3: Twenty-two oh, nice. on stealth.
4: There you Wait, you're you're stealthing with your float yeah. casual. Yes. Okay.
3: I'm
2: <laughs> wow, pretty good. That's pretty again, good like survival the first time, but yeah. then Disguising rolled stealth himself to the same as one number. of those
1: floating mushrooms. Wow. Hey, yeah, you
4: guys are doing. You guys have uh, all. I mean, there's a lot of cover and concealment here. Um... So it's just a matter of, you know, how to pick your spot and move between them. Um, But it's also helpful that uh, the three guys in the center are making plenty of noise and are easy to track and are moving at a nice, slow speed. You pick your way through. It's pretty densely overgrown after you get out of that initial hallway. So it's it's actually just slow going no matter what, um, for a little bit until you get past some of the, uh, thick ferns. But, um, then you get to like a little path where you can walk along some downed, uh, tree trunks and then some vines, um, that are really, really thick. Uh, and then you get to see a little bit more, uh, past the initial canopy. And there are, um, first of all, there's like Weird jellyfish creatures floating in the sky um there's some sort of pterosaur flying around uh there's just a whole web of uh vines um and lots of flowers that are blooming sometimes with spikes, sometimes oozing uh ominously colored liquids um ooh, yeah, some of them smell like uh, cotton candy. And uh, your first love, and you'd do anything to drink that sweet, sweet nectar. Oh, wait, no, it's uh, it's got some sort of weird pheromone. Probably should stay away from that. But <laughs> oh,
6: we're collecting some of that stuff.
5: I, I
4: smell. Fact, I don't
6: think you understand how candy? many samples Amu is going to come back with.
4: <laughs> well, Amu is having a field day on this field trip. Uh, what were you
5: saying, Hecubino? You know? Oh, uh, I smell sex and candy.
1: Yeah,
0: Yeah, <laughs> <True. laughs> anybody seen my chair? It, it smells like new cars smell to me. <sighs> oh, yep,
4: yep. There you go, new car and freedom. Yeah,
3: <laughs> and and a little little pine with the uh, you know, the <laughs> window hanger.
4: All right. So anyway, <laughs> um, oh, other floating th- things you see in in the cube though are uh, these rooms that seem to be set up um, connected to some of the walls. So I guess they're not technically floating. Um, But uh, there are, you know, either cubes or rectangles, uh, not rectangles, rectangular prisms, whatever, um, uh, that seem to hold, uh, you know, office rooms or you, you can't tell. Some of them are translucent. Some of them are opaque and just white. Um, But they seem to be not the rest of this wildlife. Um, But none of them are ground level. They're all several stories up.
1: Is there an obvious way to get up to them?
4: No, you'll need to. I mean, there's vines and like trees and stuff, but not from where you are right this second.
3: What about a floating robot?
1: Uh, a floating
4: robot only, f- it like, levitates just off the ground. Um, he'd still need to climb, just like any of you. To- he's just controlling his internal balance sensors differently. Ah. He doesn't okay. have, like, the spell levitation or anything like that. He can only stay, like, a meter off the ground or maybe two. What about a yeeted floating robot? Excuse
0: me? What? I am not a soccer ball, sir. Yeah, you don't yeet uh, a soccer ball. You kick a soccer ball.
1: So is it going to, like, is it it going to dead end? um, Like, if we're going uh, vertically, like, do we need to kind of go up?
4: No, there's plenty of space to move around. And there's, unlike in society at large, inside the cube, there's plenty of upward mobility.
3: Hmm. Um, Uh -uh. (laughs) Oh, wow.
4: (laughs) Yeah, no, but. uh, That's the (laughs) ogre. be these vines or these trees that are leaning up against each other or some particularly enormous uh, palm fronds um or you know maybe even you know some of these floating jellyfish that are non-toxic or at least non-toxic to you um you could catch a ride on them there's there's lots of ways up but f- not from where you are right now you're you're staring you're like you're surrounded by thick you know fern plants at the bottom um, with kind of tall, narrow, hard to climb trees, at where you are at the moment.
5: So the random like offices—does it look like I- I'm guessing this whole thing is just modular, and you can just put offices and pathways wherever you want? Yes, um, you'd guess so. Does it does it look like the 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 ones that are still around have any sort of like purpose to them, or is it just like? Does it does it seem like this office wasn't in the way, so there's no point in like taking the time to like break it apart and like slide all the slats back into the wall?
4: Um, there are definitely more like you don't see any in basically the bottom half of the cube, mm-hmm. so at least some of your theory about they're taking up space is uh, valid. Um, okay. Now the opaque ones, it's hard to tell. If they serve a purpose or not, because, you know, you're just looking at a completely blank wall. Blank wall. Um, there are some translucent ones, and those seem to hold, they seem to be basically uh, storage compartments or uh, technological devices.
5: Well, I would say that looks like storage. Let's just keep going along the ground. And if we can't run into anything down here, then we can try and checking some of the opaque offices.
1: Sounds good. Only question is whether any of those opaque offices are going to start shooting at us. But well, we will see.
5: If they do, then at least we'll have uh, something to go on.
1: Hmm.
5: All right. So you guys continue
4: picking your way through, or mm-hmm. yeah. Great.
5: Um, as
4: you do, well, why don't you guys, why doesn't everyone give me a perception check?
0: Ooh, I'm What's good at perception. This
6: one. Oh, wait perceptions actually good
1: uh all
4: right but in any case it looks like all of you are proceeding along just fine and dandy except for scritic the ever vigilant um who, who spots that just ahead of you uh there are a pair of jabubnan guards it looks like um who are hopping on their one leg uh, towards you uh although they are also hopping very stealthily. they 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 despite their uniforms, which uh Scritic, you can note are pretty torn up, um they're pretty stealthy. Um no one else notices though, Skritic, so you have a mere moments before uh the Jabubnan guards and the uh remainder of the party
2: encounter each other. All right. I'm gonna...
4: Not a problem, but
2: you know, who knows. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll basically just kind of pop out of my cover and go, uh, uh, look out, we got uh, company coming. Uh, All right. I for cover.
4: All right, sure. So, um, anyone else do any immediate, like, you know, pull out a weapon, cast a spell?
1: Yeah, I mean, I had my weapon out, so I'll just kind of like brace for this.
3: Yeah, my weapon was already out, so I'll kind of train it on them. All right.
1: Uh, so then,
4: um, coming out from where Skritic has warned you, uh, they are, are two Jabobnins, uh again seemingly dressed as guards, though their suits are half torn off uh, their muscles are bulging and pulsating strangely their eyes are nictitating furiously and are glowing bright red um, they hold these two-handed shock staffs uh, as they glare at you um and uh then uh they they start to bulge their their neck uh in that toad-like fashion and they immediately puff up like you saw uh in the boardroom where they can become you know four to six times their size um and that is to say they become size category large uh and they start to uh, hop at you on their now gigantic one leg. So uh, everyone has already rolled for initiative.
1: Yeah. Uh, so my initiative is eight higher because I forgot about um, class features and improved initiative. So sorry about that.
4: Okay, <laughs> it's been a while. Well, only only ruins my entire pre-rolling of initiative.
1: Yeah. yeah.
4: Uh, but that's okay. That's okay. Uh, just let me insert this here. All right, Vangi, because Sam doesn't know how to roll initiative. <laughs> <All> right, <wow. laughs> um, so, uh, at, when he dives for cover, Hecubino first to uh, act, uh, sensing that not all is right with these uh, pair of Jabubnans. What do you do, Hecubino? They seem to like be ready to stab you guys with those shock stabs.
5: Yeah, I will, um, Agubino will be like, hey, we mean you no harm, take us to our lead, to your leader, and then, uh, save a, uh, an action to zap them if they attack somebody. Yep.
4: Okay. Uh, Amu, what do you do?
6: Yeah, we to the, uh, capture pole. That way, if they, uh, do come within range, we can try and keep one of them away. Okay. Uh,
4: they also seem to be pretty large and therefore probably have reach.
1: You can maybe try to figure out what's wrong with them.
6: That's also a good plan. Uh, what role would I need on that one?
4: If you want to try to like diagnose them, I'd say that's a medicine check. 22. Okay, well, they're clearly enraged, and um, you're not sure if they're so much... They're definitely stronger than an average Jabobnin, um, but they're also moving with a certain fearlessness... Um, and almost like they don't even like they're wielding their weapons more like giant clubs that just so happen to be electrified. Um, they are, they're, um, not at all like any of the corporate Chebubbans you've encountered so far in demeanor. Um, and you think that that is a, due to a physiological syndrome, like something has happened to them, um either they've been exposed to a poison or a disease or something like that you could know more about exactly what's happened to them if you could like actually study them but for right now you'd say they're dangerous and not operating at full mental capacity what do you say if anything do you convey anything to the rest of the party as they are about to be assaulted by these
6: giant giant toads uh these two are not within their uh full minds uh keep care to uh, realize that they are enraged and uh, may need our assistance.
4: Uh he says as Vangi uh readies her cryopike right before the Jabubnins. So what do you do Vangi?
1: Uh I'm going to just uh, basically ready an action to attack the first one that comes into range.
4: Okay. Well then after a whole lot of studying and people going, "Hmm, I don't know. Uh the Jabubnins are up and they are not afraid to hop into action um so one of them will leap forward and attack and it will attack uh let's see here either Vangi or hecubino as you two are up front so one to three is hecubino it is hecubino. Um, uh, and that will tr- trigger a couple of readied actions. So, Hecubino, one of these, uh, giant toads is about to hop on you and smack you in the face with a shock staff. Uh, you had ready a mind blast, or uh, some sort of frap. What do you do? Uh,
5: yep, yeah, I'll hit it with a second level mind thrust, so that'll be a uh, save on its part. We'll save. What's the DC?
4: I can guarantee you it fails this time, but I am curious what the DC is. 17. Um, Seventeen. Cool. Yeah. I mean, my role below 10 is not going to succeed no matter what. Yeah. So um, uh, you uh, overwhelm its mind, uh, which you can sense is, is struggling. Um, it's pretty easy to overwhelm its mind as if its mind is like kind of collapsing in on itself. Uh, so what do you overload its mind with?
5: I will kind of get in there and, like, look around and then just kind of, like, pull out a Jenga block and let it just kind of collapse a little bit.
4: All right. Um, Yeah, that Jenga block is uh, the um, jingle of the corporate infomercial. um, And uh, now it just uh, is um, caught in an endless loop of that. uh, Dealing how much psychic damage? 24.
5: 24.
4: Oh yeah, that's a that's a it's a real earworm. Uh there's another triggered ray action of Vangu with her cryopike.
1: Uh so I have a 17 to hit.
4: Seventeen to hit their EAC, right? Because you deal cold damage? Correct. Yeah, that gets there.
1: Sweet. Then they'll take 18 in cold damage.
4: 18 cold damage. And they don't have any cold resistance. Ouch. Uh so that one is uh definitely looking worse for wear um they don't like the cold though they're not like vulnerable to it they just don't like it um and after uh it starts you know bleeding from the eyes and ears and mouth from uh the psychic assault uh and then that blood gets turned into little ice crystals after um Vangie slashes a hole in its neck and starts deflating slightly uh, but it is still up and uh, content to try to slam Hecubino uh, with this shock staff. Hecubino, what is your EAC?
5: My EAC is 15, but did I manage to get cover?
4: Uh, Yeah, we'll say you got cover behind this bright red flower. That's totally, totally, totally not a problem. Okay. Uh, Uh, So uh, you do get cover. But it does hit you anyway, um, just because it's uh, pretty good at hitting things with this. So you will take 12 electricity damage. Uh, And then the other one thinks that Amu looks tasty. Amu, you look like food. Uh, So it is going to open its giant mouth and stick out its tongue and try to tongue- grab you from a distance Eh, i need an adult uh amu what is your kinetic armor class 14 ah great then you are hit and grabbed and it will pull you back uh towards itself and you take 10 bludgeoning damage
6: that goes to stamina right
4: yep all this damage goes to stamina first uh bob from hiding what do you do
3: yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna use my plasma rifle and try to shoot the one that's uh, closest to the party in his uh in his expanding goiter all right <laughs> nice go for it bob uh 24
4: yeah fire damage yep
3: okay uh so it looks like it is only doing eight damage
4: okay uh it adds up um this thing has now been frozen and then caught on fire uh well, you know via plasma it's um i think plasma is by the way both electrical and fire damage but uh neither here nor there um it is unhappy but uh it does still seem to be kind of enraged and therefore still aggressive anything else you want to do with your turn bob
3: Uh, i'm going to move into a a better position where i might be able to split my shots uh, among uh, both of the creatures
4: Alright, so you go to occupy a little bit more of a central position, um, kind of right where, you know, Amu once was. And uh, without that uh, ominous foreboding at all, uh, scritic. you are not hidden because you had to come and warn these guys. Uh, but uh, that warning seems to have been uh, very valid. What do you do now?
2: Uh, well, I think I'm going to uh, try to scamper up a tree, uh, grab a vine, and swing down, and try to uh knife one of these guys in the back of the head.
4: All right. Um yeah, so you can easily find a tree and a vine to scamper across. Um why don't you give me a survival check?
2: Oh, what? Ooh. That a one? That's a nat one. Okay. All right.
4: Um so you're like, yeah, I can just hop on this um and you hop on uh it's it's a pitcher plant unfortunately. Oh, and okay. it, the pitcher just crops out under you and you're suddenly surrounded by this thick viscous like honey like you know uh, it, not sap um i don't know whatever its internal liquid is and you realize it's probably its digestive juices ah. take nine acid damage ah, okay but then continue you can easily pull yourself out it's not moving or anything you just fell into it um <laughs> you can continue with your attack
0: Am but, I in range I of knifing scale. anyone?
4: Oh, yeah, yeah, you can move and, and knife someone. They're just gonna see you coming and it won't be your special operative attack.
2: Eh. Okay, I'll do that with my normal measly damage, or try to. <laughs> 19 to hit? Yeah, it hits. Alright, three damage then. Cool. To the same one? Yeah.
4: Okay. Uh, so, uh, after Skritic, uh, Cleans himself off of some of that pitcher plants acid. uh, There is still uh, one uh, hidden member of the party uh, floating casual. Quentin, what do you do?
0: Hmm. All right. So we have one who's injured and possibly deflating. This is correct. Yes. We have one who's just sort of floating around being a jerk.
4: Uh, Well, it's got Amu in its mouth, but yeah.
0: Okay. So I'm going to shoot the one that has Amu in its mouth in a, in a manner that allows Amu to escape. So I'm going like to try and shoot him in a place that makes him open his mouth and go, wah! And then Amu can leap out of his mouth like a Tom and Jerry cartoon.
1: I
4: like that. So you're going to be basically targeting its tongue or some sensitive area around its mouth. So I will give you a choice. Either mm-hmm. one... You're shooting mostly for distraction, which is to say you're trying to help Amu exclusively and the mm-hmm. damage is immaterial. You're just trying to distract it. Mm-hmm. Or, two, or B, I can't remember whether I, uh, how I started this. <laughs> um, beta, uh, Prime, you... Uh, 1, 2, and C. You um, are trying to do both, but that is slightly harder. That is to say, I will increase its... Uh, the, the difficulty of hitting it if you want to deal both damage and help Amu.
0: Um, I would like to attempt to deal damage and help Amu in the expectation that either way I'm going to help Amu. How much oh, okay. more difficult is more difficult? Uh,
4: if you want to deal full damage to this thing and uh, give Amu uh, a major assist,
5: uh-huh. uh, I'd say it's plus five. Hmm. I can... I can probably get it's
4: it to... footed for what it's worth right now, so you do get plus two to hit.
5: yeah, I'd say hit it for damage. I can probably get it to drop Amu because I can like daze it.
1: yeah, also right. damaging you can get something to uh to well, drop that's... it if you knock it unconscious it's
4: also true. true, but it is Quentin's action, and he's hidden, so you guys can't really advise him.
0: Oh no, that would never happen. All right, so you said a plus five, which in this case would be a minus five. But I get plus two because he's flat footed.
4: Yeah. So you could translate that as a minus three if you want.
0: I could, but I could also do this. Wow. That's low. Um, Well, yeah. An 11.
4: People any better, no matter what you tried, that was going to fail. What? (laughs) I'm just saying that if, even if I gave you a plus five to that, you still would have failed. I'm just saying, like, that your decision was irrelevant if that makes you feel better.
5: No! That doesn't make me feel Evan, any better! Evan, that doesn't usually make humans feel better. The
1: universe is cold and doesn't care about you.
5: See, I find it very freeing. Uh, in a thousand years, nobody's even going to care about this. Yeah? That's
0: not true. People are going to dig this up and they're going to listen to this podcast and go, hey, that fat hey, one sounds look, rad. Look, look at these nerds. Oh, thanks. <laughs> or maybe that rad one sounds fat. It's hard to say. I don't know. Say which fat uh, one? Right. Exactly.
4: So Quentin tries to aim up the perfect shot, and then uh, Humming Borpian, uh comes into view, and he goes, oh, no. and shoots wildly off into the vines.
0: <laughs> How do you say a curse word in binary?
4: Yeah. Uh, so back around to Hecubino.
5: Um, I am going to... Uh, um, I'm guessing I'm within reach of the one that attacked me am i threatened like am i within threat how does that work yeah okay um i am uh, am i able to shift out of that threat or is it like right up on me
4: uh so it's it's right up on you for one so it's pretty big um and then Uh, in Starfinder, um, the attacks of opportunity, there's, it's, it's a little simpler, which is kind of nice from, uh, you know, other editions. There's um, only three cases that an AOO is going to come up, which is when an opponent moves out of a threatened space in any way other than guarded step, which is like a five foot step as it's like a shift action from, from before uh, or withdrawing. Um, And, uh, than if you they otherwise otherwise make a ranged attack or cast a spell. Um, so uh, you could try a guarded step, but the problem is this thing is large, right? Um, so you think it probably has reach, right? So a guarded um, step probably
5: won't get you out of its reach. Okay, now you could always uh, just move and just get hit with a shock staff, worst case scenario. Yeah, but I'd, I'd rather just cast the well, I guess then my spell would be uh, how do you cast defensively again. Um, so
4: in Starfinder, I don't think that that's a thing. Um, let me double check. I could be totally wrong because I, oh no, there's, there's casting. Um, but I do remember. So unfortunately this is one of those things with, uh, um,
1: The more systems, uh, you know, the harder it comes, becomes to keep track of them.
4: Yeah. Cause they change it just enough to always be different
2: especially when there are various iterations of the 3rd edition. Mm. Uh, let's see. To successfully so, cast a spell, you must... No, so, oh, yeah,
4: yeah. There, there is no cast defensively. That's right. I was right. Cool. Um, but uh, your spell won't get interrupted. Um, you'll just get hit for damage. It's the worst ca- thing that happens.
5: Oh, okay. So I just provoke an opportunity attack? Yep. Well, I don't have a lot of hit points, but I guess Dem's the breaks, and there's a chance they could miss. I am going to use a first-level spell uh, called Command on uh, the one that has one? ammo. Okay. So uh, what happens first? Attack what? of opportunity? First,
4: uh, it attacks. So what does it look like when you start to use your spell?
5: Probably uh, Hecubino like, um, puts like his, a finger to his temple. And then, like, reaches out with his other hand and makes, like, clawy motions. All right. And as he starts to reach
4: out, uh, he is distracted off that uh, this giant jabubnin will try to slam you with its shock staff uh, as an opportunity attack. And um, as it does so, though, uh, you uh, sidestep just behind that ruby red um, flower I mentioned earlier. Instead slams that and oh no uh that's one of the uh the deadly laser orchids that is to say uh umocanthas uh that uh that amu was describing earlier and it seems angry so first of all you are missed hecubino uh this laser flower has been hit by the jabubnin and then the, uh, and it takes a bunch of electricity damage as a result. And then the laser flower is going to shoot some of its, uh, it, it can, its die is actually a lasing medium. Uh, so it uses one of its uh, laser spines and will just shoot right back at it. Um, and it gets stabbed a little bit. In any case, your command uh, resolves. So for the other one, I have to make a will save DC 17 or 18?
5: 16. 16. 16. Because it's a first level spell. Okay, and what are you commanding? Um, I will command it to halt, which is going to daze it for one round, unless I can use the drop command to just have it spit out Amu. Yeah, you can use that. Okay, does I mean I know that Amu is actually like a Greco-Roman wrestler statistically. Like, is that <laughs> is that something that like Rob? Do you actually want him to let you go? Because I can just stun him.
6: Uh, yeah, she probably uh, stunning him seems
5: really helpful. Okay, I'll stun him. Uh, he is going to be, well, he's going to be dazed for one round.
4: Uh, okay, and then, uh, so one thing you have trouble with is really accessing, because I believe command is language dependent, right?
5: Uh, let's see. Uh, targets one living creature, saving you give a target one of the follow, I have to give it a command, which at a base of visibility. If the target can't carry yeah. out your command... So
4: it, has the, it has the language-dependent subtype of spells, so it's like an enchantment, compulsion, oh, language-dependent, yeah, mind-affecting. Yeah. Yep, um, yep, yep. But that's okay, but you do have to reach deep in its mind to like pull back language. Language seems to be buried pretty deeply in there, and when you do, it goes, working hard or hardly work.
5: These poor creatures. And then okay. it is
4: stunned. Anything else I, you want to do with your turn?
5: I'll, I'll scooch away from the the Jabobnin that missed me and see if i can try and get clear uh eventually
4: yeah that that laser flower um seems to be mostly like it, it's just angry that it's been hit and probably wants things to stay away from it
5: yeah, yeah. so i'll 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 take a guarded step away
4: cool. uh amu what do you do now that uh it, the creature that had uh tongue grabbed you uh is stunned
6: uh so one of the things i have with biohacker is treat condition. Mm. Would that let me find it again. There it is. Uh so as a standard action i can treat a willing uh, oh. adjacent creature to remove so the shaken sickness staggered condition. Yeah. It's not willing.
4: These things are too far gone. You would need to yep. probably use like actual medicine on them when they're unconscious, say yeah, or, or remove the
5: Like it also just lists the conditions, right? Like the specific conditions.
6: Yeah. It lists the specific conditions, the shaken, sickened or staggered. Uh,
4: you'd say these things are more far gone than that, probably of some like yeah. disease or other condition.
6: So we still have to hit in order to actually deliver any of my theorems. Your injections yes yeah
1: i mean the stunned one is almost assuredly gonna be uh pretty easy to, to hit. hit
6: yeah which is also the one that's holding on to me anyways yeah uh, you can
4: totally whack it your yep. capture staff has an injection has yep. the injection property right
6: Yeah. yep we're gonna do i pair inhibitor once I know I compare the other ones. So,
4: yeah, its tongue oh, okay. has definitely loosened enough around you that you have enough... Like, normally when you're grabbed, you wouldn't be able to use a two-handed weapon, uh, mm-hmm. but you, you can kind of loosen it from, from the tongue grip. And it's a little slimy, but you can wield it.
6: All right. Uh, yeah, we're going to try and hit him with the uh, toxicology breakthrough or toxicology inhibitor.
4: Great. Why don't you make your attack roll? 11 unfortunately that also doesn't end well for you uh, yeah so um, it uh, it has a, a healthy coating of protective slime that the, the needle just like pierces off of, or doesn't pierce off of slides off of uh,
6: apparently my uh, thing only updated part of stuff so my melee attack should be a 6 I'm assuming a 12 still doesn't actually it that's correct okay all right
4: uh, anything else, Amu? Uh, uh, can I attempt to escape? Um, You can pick your way out of its tongue, but you won't be able to move far. Alright, cool. Uh, that brings up Vangie. Uh
1: Then I'm also going to take advantage of this guy being stunned and try to... Well, uh...
4: Keep in mind, they, there's one up front that was oh. engaged with you and Hecubino. Fair that enough. one's not stunned. All the right. one that was further back used a ranged... Ah, attack to grab Amu. Right,
1: fair enough then yeah i'm gonna continue to mess with the uh, the one who's uh uh with me and just uh stab him again with my pike okay uh 23 to hit okay. then take 16 cold damage uh,
0: he
4: definitely drops unconscious and definitely looks like he's about to die okay like he is not fighting you anymore he immediately deflates or they uh they don't have really have obvious genders um and uh yeah in shock convulsing
1: uh uh uh, when you're done at the tongue maybe keep this guy from dying
6: i'll work on it anything else there
4: vengi murderer of Jabubnan guards
1: you know the jabobmans i think explicitly told us that we could kill their guards i gotta say but um no no i'm good Um, I actually, I will step back. I will, now that he's not in my face, I will move to uh, get closer to uh, the one that's got his tongue around Amu. All
4: right, cool. Sounds good.
1: Bob.
3: Can I move into a, uh, is there like a flank in in this game?
4: Um, Yeah, you can move to flank it and it'll basically be flat-footed from you. So you only get that condition once. So it's not, it's not, any more advantageous than striking a stunned opponent?
3: Okay, so is we're not. Your, so we've agreed we're not going to kill these guys.
4: You you but ask
3: that to the group? Sure. Are we, yeah. Let me just. Hey. Hey. Are we uh are we killing these guys? Are we taking them out? Not if you don't have to. Okay. Then I will move around uh, behind the the one that has Amu and again open fire with my plasma rifle.
4: Yeah, that one's unhurt.
3: On uh. That is looks like a ten.
4: Yeah. That's 10. not going to do it a 10 yeah, is still okay. not good enough to hit their their even stunned EAC um, it's again the humming they are they are a menace you really They're don't want
3: to mm-hmm. yeah stupid humming Borpians no nope. all right well I did a move and I did a um, an attack so I'm done
2: all right Scritic I will uh, uh, rip a mushroom cap off of a tree and like frisbee it into the face of the uh remaining standing guy and then try to follow it up with a slash low. Try to catch Love him it. There.
4: make a make a go ahead and give me a survival check there. I like that. Right.
2: Oh Ooh, good. 31. There you go. Yeah.
4: It's perfect. It's one of those excellent like frisbee golf throws. It's just like perfectly on 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 placement, and then it explodes into a bunch of spores. Um so uh this one is Super distracted. Uh and is flat footed from you as well, so go ahead and make your attack.
2: Uh fifteen to hit. Well plus the flat footed. Yep, that so will hit. hit. Alright, so uh three plus eighteen, so twenty-one.
4: Twenty-one damage, yeah. That packs a punch. Um
2: as you knife it. <laughs> Where do you knife it, Scratch? I think I just kind of uh hamstring it more than anything.
4: Yeah, and that's devastating for something with only
2: one leg. Yeah. Oh, that hurt. Oh, I can't timber this thing. And uh, if it's still standing, then uh, I'll make it, I'm going to say off target. All
4: right, great. So time. it will have a penalty to attack as well. Yep. Uh, Quentin, how do you follow that up?
0: So he hamstring it. That's
4: right. That's how that, yep. Yeah, that's,
0: that's, a verb. that's how you conjugate that verb. So... Does it have an open wound sure. on, the back, on the back of its knee? I'm going to shoot it with my uh, plasma rifle right in the open wound. All right. Go ahead and make That's your attack. That's going to hurt more because, you know, 26. Damn. Scra Quentin knows two things the internet and shooting.
4: And he doesn't have the internet right now.
0: <laughs> and he's all out of bubblegum. He's <laughs> all out of internet. You know?
4: All right, well, go ahead and roll damage for your plasma rifle.
0: Oh, let's see, seven thousand points. Uh, do I get any bonus points for shooting it right in the wound? Um, you do get yeah.
4: the satisfaction of hitting it.
0: Uh, how about nine points of damage right in the wound?
4: Nice. Uh, it takes it. And is looking, you know, pretty worse for wear after uh, your and Skritik's sudden assault. Hecubino, your spell is fading. Because um, it only lasts one round, right? First sure, sure. round, yeah. Yep. Uh, but it definitely bought your companions uh, time and saved Amu. After uh, last round's performance like that, how do you follow it up? I
5: am going Button's probably to... probably
4: recording. This is going to be released in, like, the back episodes.
5: Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna try and uh, let's see where's my sheet. I'm gonna try and nail the one that's still standing with um, a level one mind thrust to conserve my second level spells. Oh, so that'll be a sixteen save. Oh yeah, it fails. Okay. So it is going to take things. Don't have great will saves uh let's
1: if see. they did they might not already be in this situation
5: it is going to take d 10 damage 50 10 so i'll wouldn't 50, that, 10 be 60 uh for nine damage
4: all right um and what do you overload its mind with
5: um, I will put the jingle that I got from the other one into this one's brain. Oh wait, no, that was the same one. Um I will No, you definitely got the jingle from the other one because you did uh cause Oh that's, that's right. That's right. That mind. was my that was my reflexive mind thrust. Yeah, I'll put that yeah. jingle into this one's brain.
4: Yeah, it just gets caught up in the in the loop of it. Um yeah. it was actually a, a corporate indoctrination video, now that I think about it. Um sure. I mean that is to say,
5: like an HR video that they show you at first. Um, Who moved my cheese? If somebody tells you, would you like to be in a union, you shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> Report them to your local inquisitor. Uh-huh. Uh, we played 40K. Um, and then I will just try and move in such a way so that I have cover from that guy if it decides to shoot its tongue at me. Okay.
4: Amu, what
6: do you do? Alright, we need to go help the other one. That's
5: right. The other one is
4: dying. Uh, and yeah, let's uh probably not normally like this. In fact, you're very sure that this thing is suffering vast personality differences due to, uh, due to whatever's inf- afflicting it.
6: We're going to scuttle on over to the dying one and see if we can heal it, or at least stabilize it. Okay, give me a quick
4: medicine check. Actually, you know what? I think with your biohacker, you can automatically stabilize a dying creature as your standard oh, action. Probably. Um, You can just inject it and stabilize it. Um, But why don't you give me a medicine check, too, just to start the process of diagnosing it? 34. Yeah. Okay, so first of all, definitely no problem stabilizing it. Um, You know, it would be nice sometimes if your allies pulled their punches, but here we are. Um, uh, Jibubnins do not like uh, being lit on fire, having their brains exploded, and then being frozen um, and stabbed. But relatively few things do.
0: Yeah.
4: Uh, anything else you do with your turn, Amu?
0: We're. Don't say
4: anything or, you know.
6: Going to uh, let everybody know that we've got this one stabilized. Uh, and then we're going to try and make it so this guy is between us and the uh, one that's still aggro. No problem. Uh,
4: so as uh, Amu uh, goes and cleans up your mess, Banky, what do you do now?
1: Oh, I'm going to make another mess because I feel you know less bad about it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to try to. How how badly injured does this one look at this point? Um. Well,
4: it it's you know the the one of its eyes definitely ruptured when uh, it started humming this weird oh, no. tune. Um, and so it's got one bulging, like what, both its eyes are red because they're just red, the color of like a tree frog, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but one of them is like. You can see the, the veins in it, and its, uh, uh, it's pupil is changing shape, and it's, it, that eye is also, like, half again the size of the other one, and looks like it's about to pop out, and there's blood coming from it. So you'd say bloodied.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Uh...
1: So I'm going to try to, like, basically hit it in its foot, and, you know, hopefully try to hit something not too, too vital. Since uh, Amu's got his hands full.
4: And it's one foot. thats It's also been hamstrung and plasma <sighs> shot at. The one foot that keeps it upright. Sure, nothing vital.
1: Go for it. <sighs> got a 27 to hit. Yeah, it hits. Take 18 damage.
4: <laughs> All right, and it collapses. And uh, after that, uh, it, is, it is down, but um, not, like, about to die. It's just in really bad shape. Uh, so... Uh, it, it kind of, you know, whimpers to itself. Oh, There's no I in TEA.
1: She'll briefly stow her uh, pike and try to start making her own medicine check. It's not nearly as good as Amu's, but maybe it could help him for a bit while sure. Amu's busy.
4: We are out of initiative, by the way, now. So go ahead and make that medicine check.
1: Uh Fifteen yeah good enough
4: he he was much like more stable than uh, the other one
5: uh he was further away from dying so um yeah as soon as that guy is down i will point at Skritic and be like check for cameras or sensors all right and well, i will also look around, around to that. see if yeah to see if these guys were being monitored in some way
4: um so uh Scritic why don't you give me a perception check? And then all of you guys around them can note that they still have some of their um, uh, equipment, like those shock stabs for one, but also they have little wristband communicator uh, data pad things.
2: Ooh, let's steal them. Apparently it double tapped, so I'll go with the first and lower one. 18.
4: Uh, And a 19 for Acubino looking around. Um, Okay, so you guys do see some. Uh, spying on you, um, floating in the distance, but it's not a camera. Oh no, it's this thing. Ah! Ah. <laughs> it's a giant that's, floating eye.
0: that's staring at man. Um, that An eye, this big, blood red, staring at me.
1: It, 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 it is, is. It's green, not blood red. Uh, it is about. You the can't tell the
0: difference. We do
5: not
1: mock people's <laughs> abilities
5: on this show, ladies and but, gentlemen. It's all right. He, didn't, he doesn't That's fine. It's fine.
4: It, it <laughs> is about the size of a basketball, and it's flying, though its wings do not look... They, they don't have feathers. They look like they're made out of, I don't know, skin and nerve endings. Uh, <laughs> not okay. Um, but they like definitely this? seemed to be spying on you and are now flying off in the direction of... One of those large uh, rectangular prism uh, blocks on this
3: side of the wall.
5: That gives us a direction, at least.
1: But it yep. does.
3: Well, why don't we uh, take a break in the action right here and uh, say thank you, everyone, for joining us this week. We're going to be back next week. We're going to try to follow the floating eye. We're going to see if we can get this problem taken care of. My guess is there's going to be all sorts of other Freakazoid things popping out of the woodwork. Uh, So come with us for the body horror and stay for the action and laughs next time on Critical Hit, where we're hoping that all of our dice rolls are critical hits.
1: This podcast is copyright 2021 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.